Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Pre-record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go. Friday edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're glad you're with us this afternoon, wherever you're tuned in around the state. We've got a special show for you today. We're broadcasting live from Southern Equipment and Parts, Highway 84 in Laurel. Got two legendary high school football coaches uh, with us, uh, Mike Taylor and Buddy Duke. They'll be going down there in just a moment. want to remind you about Southern Bank Corps. That's where I'm at this afternoon in the Southern Bank Corps studio in Hattiesburg. Engineering the program, uh, Luke and Kelly, along with the coaches uh, at Southern Equipment Parts, Ramey Johnson from Southern Equipment on the show a little later. Opening segment sponsored by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Great supporters of Southern Miss Athletics and great supporters of the Eagle Hour and a great place for you to cater your next event. All right, I want to get straight to Southern Equipment and Parts. I'm happy to report that with two legendary football coaches like Mike Taylor and Buddy Duke, Kelly is not wearing his pink outfit today, uh, or otherwise he'd have probably been the salmon. By now. The salmon, yeah. So well, that's what we call it, salmon. Uh, hopefully, he's dressed a little more appropriately, and uh, and the coaches don't have to rough him up down there, Luke. Well, before you get started, before you get started, Luke, with with Coach Taylor. And, and Coach Duke here, two men that I greatly respect. I can only I can only say, as Coach Taylor came walking, in, you you reach a certain age and maturity in life where you just don't care what you say anymore. <laughs> what it, what he did was he walked in and he saw Kelly. No, uh, you but, introduced me to Kelly. Yeah, I did. I, I introduced you to Kelly. He said, "Kelly, you put on some weight." So, Bob, I, I said, "I said, Coach Taylor is an avid listener of the Eagle Hour, so he knows your uh, your line of questioning." Oh, yeah. Well, when when he, when he said you put on weight, then he followed it up with, "You know, that's the biggest understatement since Noah said it looks like rain." <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that. We, no, no, I he should didn't. have. We are at Southern Equipment today. Uh, two guys, not only that led uh, two legendary programs for a long time here in. Uh, in Jones County, high school football is here tonight, uh, whether the weather wants to make it cooler or not. But both of these guys have a connection to Southern Miss. Obviously, uh, Coach Taylor, you sent Jim down that way. You sent me that way. You sent other people that way. Coach Duke, you actually you sent a lot of players, too, including Ryan Ernest, yeah. who's, uh, who's coaching tonight in, in this game. But uh, you coach for Coach Carmody. So, guys, thanks for joining us today. Uh, glad to be here. Good to see you, Luke. So, Coach hey, Kelly. <laughs> Coach Taylor, something tonight, high school football is only happening at West Jones for the third time in literally a half century. There's a new head coach. You uh, th- Three head coaches in 49 years. I mean, it's just a testament to West Jones football. Yeah, Corey Reynolds. You know, Corey played quarterback at Wayne County when we played him. 
We didn't want to mention that he was from and, Wayne County, uh, but you have, so well, go ahead. Well, that's okay. Uh, Corey's a smart dude. I think he's a very good offensive-minded. And, of course, Cecil's still handling the defense, and uh, they're going to do good. Coach Duke, uh, you coached in this game, and you will coach in this game tonight. A lot of people don't realize that you're still helping Ryan Ernest and helping one of your former players, but just just a huge, huge game tonight out in Sosa. Yeah, it really is, and, uh, you know, all these kids know each other and grow up in, you know, communities that are very close to each other, and, uh, you know, it's bragging rights. And, uh, you know, sorry to say that, you know, we're the only two county teams playing, uh, you know, the others have chosen not to keep that battle for the belt going. So it's just basically, uh, in my opinion, tonight's the championship of Jones County uh, between West Jones and Laurel. And uh, What does this game, Coach Taylor, mean for uh, for the community? Um, you coached in it basically every we'll, – we'll go back to, to the first couple of years. But what does it mean for high school football and the fact that this game, which usually took place as a region game, in the last couple of years, but when, when you were coaching later in the season, but now it's the kickoff game. Yeah, well, we played Laurel uh, in 81. We had two divisions. We were both double-A, the largest in the state, and uh, Laurel won their side, and we won our side, so that was the first meeting, and uh, you know, West had always been thought of as uh, you know, a stepchild or something, playing football in the county. And, of course, Laurel had great tradition. Coach Blair is probably one of the top coaches in the state. And uh, so that's the first time we met. We came together, and it was a show. Coach Duke, I want to, I want to ask this question of both of you, but I'd like you to, to get, get your thoughts first. In the evolution of football, since you guys both started at the high school level, how have the athletes changed since when you guys started, how has the game changed, if at all? Well, I think it's a lot faster-paced game now uh, with the invention of the spread offenses and and things like that. And, uh, you know, I think the, the athletes now are bigger, faster, and stronger. Uh, I don't know if they're as tough as they used to be. Uh, and that's kind of the way we coach now. And... Uh, but you, uh, you were referring to wing T football and right. uh, triple option football, which is what I always like to do. And Mike was a power guy, and you know now it's throw it around all the time. And uh, so I think that's the way the game's changed more. Well, my two bits, Buddy was the first coach in uh, our county to run the shotgun and throw the ball around. Because I remember we played y'all that night and uh, snapped the ball over the punter's head. That's the only play I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and you might remember who was the quarterback. Yeah. Ran around and – J.J. Scott. J.J. Scott. And he was a punter too, I think. He was. He'd uh, walk to the line, he would tap his helmet, and that meant fade was coming. And uh, threw it to Larry Pacific a lot that, uh, that time. Uh, Luke, what grade were you in? So I would have been I was I was your ball boy in ninth grade when I okay, when that what happens. year was that, buddy? Probably ninety six, ninety seven. Ninety seven, because the first year I was pretty much triple option and then when JJ became the starter he uh ended up signing with Tulane and he could he could throw it. Because y'all no huddle and everything. Yeah. We had to Bud had to learn how to get us in and out 
on defense before the ball was But going back, going back to that 96 game, you had Alricus Graves. Yeah. And he ran uh, – you threw it on Mike the year after that, but, man, yeah. he ran all over you with Alricus in 96. I think we were nothing and nothing at half, and I think they ended up beating us 31 or 33 to nothing, and it was the Alricus Graves show the second half. I don't know if we ever tackled Yeah, we lost Alricus <laughs> in the South Jones game on a late hit where they broke his rib and mm-hmm. – we tried to put two safeties in there the next week at Macomb, and they still couldn't play as good as Alricus. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Uh, we're, we're at West tonight. One thing that you hated about playing at West Jones, that you love playing in the Bricks, and then I'll come back to you about playing at West Jones and playing between the Bricks. Uh, I remember when I was coaching, we had to dress up at the gym. Not all the time. Well, it was a it was we, a, we, you had the opportunity to go to the old now, way. Now, now, kids, kids, I'm, we're gonna, we'll turn the well, car we around. Got to, buddy's got to tell the truth. Well, <laughs> I know him. I, we'll, we'll turn the car around right now yeah. if you two don't behave. No, go okay. ahead. But yeah, that, uh, you know, by the time you got back for halftime, it was time to come that, back and start the third. That was our strategy. I know. <laughs> Bricks. You know, that place is just special. Uh, as a kid, I, I camped out in the press box, snuck out of the house and built a fire in the press box on the north side with some buddies of mine. And uh, Don't I, tell us what y'all did. No, nothing bad. And uh, then, you know, my wife and I got married between the bricks. And, uh, and I fully intend on when I die, I'm going to be cremated and I'm going to be, I'll be married and buried in the bricks. So, uh you know, it's just a special place. A very unique place. There's not any other place like it. Uh, now I'm sure everybody's glad tonight that they're not that we're not playing oh, yeah. between the bricks because they oh. if they didn't have a cushion they would have some toasted yeah, seats. Joe was worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> for you, Coach Taylor, playing at your home place for so many times in this game and then playing in Laurel. I think we'd rather play in Laurel. Really, you know, our kids love to go to the bricks. You can when we went the first time. They were amazed. You know, they'd been to ball games there, and uh, it was something special. The field always seemed like it was longer than our field when you're looking in the two end zones. And uh, a quick story, I know you don't want to hear this, but we were playing law one night, and, and Coach Blair was coaching, and we scored a touchdown. We dove over the five-yard line, and they gave us a touchdown. <laughs> Coach Blair went ballistic but we still that guy wouldn't change i knew we dove over the five but that's a crazy story but you know coach so you enjoy you enjoy playing playing oh i love playing yeah i like playing at our place too they made us go to the gym way across the street too so buddy it was equal turnaround when y'all got to walk up the hill. But our gym was a lot closer to the gym. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to get. like it was fun. I'm going to have to get this between you this two is guys why, here. This is why yeah. we invited you guys today. Oh. So, getting ready to head to uh, to this first break. Hey, we'll talk about some of you, your guys' connections to Southern Miss. We're at Southern Equipment today out on Highway 84 getting ready for a high school football game tonight. Bob, great stuff going on. And real quick, before we go to commercial break, first game that you guys played, Coach Taylor, I was 157 pounds. <laughs> That's what I knew. <laughs> Bob. That's a lie. He's never Luke weighed. Luke was, too. He was 157 pounds in the sixth grade, Coach. Don't believe that. <laughs> Back with uh, Mike Taylor, Buddy Duke, uh, Luke Kelly, and uh, Ramey Johnson from Southern Equipment Parts in Laurel. Stay with us. 
Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back. This segment is sponsored by Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net. Great place to go. Get ready for the opening of football one week from tomorrow. They have it all at Campus Bookmark and campusbookmark.net. Remember, you can also hear the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can always just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. So many ways to hear the program. We're going to do more from uh, Southern Equipment and Parts, Highway 84 and Laura. But let me tell you about next week, Monday, happy to announce again that starting Monday, 1 o'clock, we'll have head football coach Will Hall on the show from 1 to 1.30, going to be with us every Monday throughout football season. So there will be no other place to go to get the uh, the very latest in game analysis after the weekend football games, uh, coach's view of what happened, and, of course, a preview of the upcoming opponent that all starts Monday, Wednesday of next week. What a what an incredible day it's going to be. Kelnack the Magnificent is making his way from the Far East to our studio, and he will be joined by the long-lost brother of head football coach, Phil Hall. Uh, Phil Hall will be here, the uh, brother of, of course, head football coach, Will Hall. And Friday, a two-hour edition of the Eagle Hour, and we'll be broadcasting from Fuzzy's Tacos in Midtown. We set that up yesterday afternoon. Going to have you great guest over a period of two hours as we get ready to kick off the 2023 football season. All right, Luke Johnson and uh, Kelly Sander are at Southern Equipment and Parks uh, in Laurel uh, on uh, Highway 84. And uh, Luke, uh, one week from tomorrow, it all begins uh, getting pretty exciting. It, it is. We're laughing as we come back because – when the Fuzzy's Taco comment, Coach Taylor just took another shot at Kelly. It was incredible. It, he, just, well, he was smiling when you said it. <laughs> he, pointed, he pointed at my belly, Bob. Good yeah. stuff. All right. High school football kicking off for its other equipment on Highway 84. Hey, let's talk, let's talk Will Hall. Um, Coach Taylor, you, you coached against uh, Bobby. Bobby Hall. That was, that was my, what, my senior year we played over there with when Marcus was the uh, assistant yeah. coach. Sleepy Robinson was on that staff. And, of course, you coach with Coach Duke. You coach with Coach Hall. And uh, what does it mean? And get both of you guys in on this. What does it mean for somebody with the connections like Will Hall to be coaching um, at uh, one of the the three schools, but Southern Miss particularly, Coach Duke? You know, Will told me years ago that Southern Miss was his dream job, and it was because of his dad's influence in the state and how many coaches he knew throughout the state because of his dad and the connections and uh, uh but he's he told me early in his coaching career that southern miss was his dream job coach taylor luke the main thing is recruiting you know we we need a coach at southern miss that recruits all our good football players that are right around in the area and of course when he was at Tulane he was picking our back pockets with kids and uh, I think that's the main thing we have to recruit you know people want to go watch their kids play and if they're all from Illinois or somewhere and uh, it's a lot more people going to go buy tickets if it's local kids play. I know from West Jones people go watch kids right. play from West Jones and uh, that's my thinking so what are you doing now, Coach Taylor? I mean, obviously you haven't opened a charm school, but uh... <laughs> I need to open a restaurant. <laughs> oh, 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 mic drop, mic no. drop. 
No, I work with Luke Steady at wow. Howard Johnson Properties. Yeah, he, selling he sells houses with houses my dad. And, okay. uh, yeah, no burgers, just houses. <laughs> We do have open houses, the open house, and we serve a little bit. Good to see you, Coach. Good to see you. Wow, Luke, he's, Sorry, wear, he's wearing him out, isn't he? I'm telling you, this is wonderful. We're, look, we're in Calhoun. This is one of his old stomping grounds. He's feeling comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coach Duke, you'll be on the sidelines tonight. Yeah. Uh, I came back last year uh, before I got sick and uh, came back and coached the last two games kind of from the track. But uh, now this is my second time to come out of retirement. And uh, Ryan called me last year, and he had lost a coach late in the in the year and couldn't find one. And so uh, I said, give me a, a shoestring and a whistle, and I'll come out there and help a little bit. Coach, the, the MHSAA put out these rules about, you know, if, if it gets too hot, you have to limit practice, et cetera, et cetera. I'm a little bit concerned that whether a game started last night or this week, that, that the kids hitting the field tonight across the state might not be in as good a shape as they really need to be in. Is that – or am I just – I just don't understand why there's a – there are rules for practice, but it doesn't pertain to games. And I, I'm sorry to say I think it's just the money issue. But, uh, you know, we had to go out not this week, but last week. We waited till 6 o'clock at night. I think Wes Jones went it five or six in the morning uh trying to you know beat those guidelines that they give us and uh, so it, I, I just don't you know it's, it's a money thing well the main thing with the kids nowadays i don't when luke played we played both ways a lot of our kids we had substitution mm-hmm. now you're going to have an offense and a defense where we'd have to practice three and a half hours, you know, to get offense and defense in. Now, two hours or an hour and 45 minutes is a long time to be on the field. Yeah. And, well, and I think, and I think you know, is, it, is it not more of a concern to the smaller classifications where you have more athletes that I play think, both I, ways? I, I think yeah. so. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm worried about uh, one of my tight ends tonight because he's going to be playing linebacker and tight end and he's on special teams and uh you know i'm i'm a little bit the game will slow concerned. down in the second half i think so i think you're right coach taylor you're, you 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 would endorse the high school football season in mississippi being pushed back into september yes oh yeah that's that's the way we used to do you know we and when i first went to west our ball game started at eight o'clock all these folks had to come, you know, from the farms or whatever. And we eventually moved it to 7.30 like everybody else. It's a long afternoon, isn't it, buddy? Yeah. It to is. 8 o'clock. We, we should mention that because of all this, they have moved tonight back to 8 o'clock. So we'll be playing at 8 o'clock. Uh, a lot of teams around the state will be, be playing at, at 8 o'clock tonight. Um, let's, let's go back to a few more things, um, Southern Miss. You obviously – have pulled for the Golden Eagles since 1987 when uh, when Stumpshire came down and uh, TU came later on. Um, there's been, over the years, been a good connection between West Jones and Southern Miss. Yeah. You know, that's, Jim and I were talking yesterday. He asked me who was our best safety, and he said, well, it's probably Easterling. I said, well, you have to throw TU in there because he could cover from sideline to sideline. Terrell Omer, he play, ended up playing but, uh, CFL as well, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Southern Miss is home to all of us. All our kids, well, now we have one at Mississippi State, so Jim's got to write a check to <laughs> Mississippi State. And, one of his daughters, by and, the way. Yeah, and so, he, you know, he's not happy 
She was encouraged to uh, to get scholarship money so that the the checks he didn't have to have yeah, all those that's checks. Right. Yeah. I, I know. Again, you're thrilled personally for for Will Hall to be the head coach at the University of Southern Mississippi. You actually introduced me to him that day in in Reed Green Coliseum. Has it been unique watching Bobby Hall and the the metamorphosis? Well, now he's become a, a proclaimer of Southern Miss now because that wasn't always the case. No, he was a uh, diehard Ole Miss, and uh, yeah, Bobby, uh, and he still is. But uh, his number one team is in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and uh, you know Will's like a nephew to me because Will was in diapers when I started coaching with Bobby, and uh, and then. I went from Raleigh to when I left Southern Miss, I went to Amory with with Bobby, and then we went to Louisville, and then we went back to Amory, and uh, and then when I finally left Amory was when I came to Laurel to be the head coach in '96. Coach Taylor, um, what, what's what's Corey Reynolds feeling tonight? First game jitters. Is there any? I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks. No, he he'll be settled down. He's coached in jones county before so he knows all the ins and outs and uh you know how buddy we know how the first game goes having the right man on the phone having people keeping water i mean there's a lot of little things that you have to manage besides all the other the real ball game part if you don't manage all those then you're gonna have problems during the ball game who's going if we lose a face mask a chin strap breaks you know, kid gets hurt. You know, all these little things that you don't see is what he's going to be responsible for. A lot of people will say it's just one game at a time. It's just one game. But I have always contended, no matter what the sport is, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. And the opener is important because I think it sets the tone for the whole season. To which you say what, Coach Duke? Well, I feel the same way. Uh, you know, I was fortunate to win my first game as the head coach at Laurel, beat uh, Brookhaven 14-7, to and they were coached by Greg Wall that was a member of the Coaches Hall of Fame. And uh, I definitely wanted to get off on a good step. Uh, I was taking over for George Blair, who was my coach, and another member of the Mississippi Coaches Hall of Fame. and uh, Former NFL player, by the way. Yeah, San Diego yeah. Chargers. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I really felt – like I had to win that first one, and we squeezed it out. So. You going to be chewing on a towel tonight? Yes. <laughs> probably more than one. Probably probably more than one. <laughs> hey, Coach Taylor, thanks for joining us. Thank we you, Luke. It. Thanks, Coach Duke. Thanks a lot, guys. Bob, great stuff here from these two legends. Uh, no question, a lot of fun. When we come back, I'll be talking to Ramey Johnson from Southern Equipment and Parts. Big thanks to Coach Mike Taylor and Buddy Duke. That was fun. Eagle Hour continues from beautiful Laurel, Mississippi, Highway 84 at Southern Equipment and Parts right after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, Eagle Hour from Southern Equipment and Parts on Highway 84 in Laurel will continue here in just a moment. First, I want to remind you about the Noel Daniels Motor Company. You can buy a great new Icon cart from Noel Daniels and get it delivered anywhere in Mississippi for just $99. 
They carry electric vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, and the farm. And remember, they'll deliver it right to you in Hattiesburg and Laurel, anywhere you're hearing this show, anywhere in Mississippi, $99. They've got a great inventory. You'll get the best deal regardless. Just tell your phone, take me to the Doyle Daniels Motor Company in Brandon, or you can shop them online at DoyleDaniels.cars. Also want to thank our good friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill. It has been Catfish Friday. I guess it's wrapped up by now. It's the best $10 lunch you'll find anywhere in the Pine Belt, really every day, but particularly on Friday, I think, because I think they have found the secret to cooking really good catfish. 4th Street Bar and Grill right there in the shadow of the rock. Great place to take in the next ball game. If you can't make it to the Rock, I'll guarantee you it'll be on the TV at 4th Street Bar and Grill. All right, the guys are down at Southern Equipment Parts, Highway 84 in Laurel. I personally want to thank Coach uh, Mike Taylor for that bashing of Kelly Santer for the past 30 minutes. Oh, that was uh, that was pretty priceless stuff, Santer. Oh, that was – I mean, I've been there when he really got after us, Kelly. That was He, he likes you. That's why he did that. Oh, is that what you say? That's exactly what, what it okay. is. Okay, yeah. Just let, let's transport back to the late '90s. If you didn't come off the line firing and driving on a dive or a lead, okay, that would have been the nicest thing that would have. But but I could tell the minute he walked in the door, and, and his eyes were drawn right to my midsection. I think really what happened was I, Bob. I think Stump may have Stump may have primed the pump earlier today. Yeah, exactly. Stump told him, told him where to go. There ain't any doubt about that. Well, at you know, least you weren't wearing we, salmon. Salmon, Kelly. Well, if, if I w- wouldn't have to uh, broil it, you know, with the temperatures. And, and speaking of those temperatures, you know, I, was, I thought it was really intriguing to hear what Buddy Duke had to say about these temperatures. And, and Coach Taylor was saying that high school football, you know, back in, in those days were were played after Labor Day, you know. That's and 100% again, right. W- with, the, with the classifications now going 7A and a lot of these districts have shrunk in size. So if you only have like four games in your district, why do you have to have an eleven game schedule? Yeah, you know, yeah. you could still you could still start the season in September and still be done at exactly uh, the same time. And there was a un- very unfortunate incident last night in Eupora, where the Eupora High School quarterback had to be airlifted because of potential heat exhaustion and heat complications. And I'm telling you, that somebody needs to really address this heat situation. Look, I know. Football's a tough game and all that, but this is extraordinary. What, like, I looked at the forecast for tonight. 99 at 6, yeah. 90 at, at 8. And so just moving it back an hour, I think you get like 5 degrees at least. The normal kickoff will be 7. I thought that was intriguing. I didn't know that. What Coach Taylor said when he started, that everybody was at 8 o'clock. Hmm. I, I didn't know that. I, didn't, I had no idea. And guys, well, and, and it, go, go ahead, ahead Go ahead, Kelly. Well, I was going to say, and they could start at 8 o'clock because back in those days it was still high school football was still a running game. Yeah. I mean, 90% of the teams, all they did was run. They might have thrown it two or three times a game. The wing tee was certainly prominent back then. But as the West Coast offense was put in by the 49ers and the spread and some of the – now you got guys Well, I mean, it's what Will East said. The reason they're yeah. going – you know, he told you guys yesterday, Bob, the reason they're going at 10 tonight is because even though the 8 o'clock, some of the lower classifications or the teams with wing tee, they'll be done, you know, right, right after 10, and you need to go ahead and have the scoreboard show start. But right. some of those teams that throw it a lot, they're going to be playing till 1130 mm-hmm. or 12. And, Luke, is there some college football starting this weekend as well? Absolutely. So you've got uh, tomorrow, the the big one that I'm going to watch, is from Dublin, Ireland. 
Do you know that? The, it'll be the Commanders and the Bengals? Oh, the, oh no, you're talking no, about that college was England. football. That was England. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. No, this is no, real football. Real, real, well, no, I, I, will not, I will not go with that because I do like that. Anyway, NCAA football tomorrow, Notre Dame and Navy from Dublin, Ireland. What's, what's the point? Why are they playing in Dublin, Ireland? What's the ma- mascot king? What's the mascot of, the, of Notre Dame? The fighting. Oh, I got you. Okay, the fighting. We got Irish. him, Bob. We gotcha. almost. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, uh, tomorrow as well, San Jose State and USC. Um, but that's the big one tomorrow on NBC at at uh, at one thirty. Big big game. Tomorrow. The Notre Dame game is yep. the big one. Navy Notre Dame. And the Eagles, of course, continuing to prepare for uh, Alcorn. And you have to wonder too. You see the billboards all around town. You know, pack the rock and all that. Uh, and man, I just I, if we can just get a little break in this heat, man. Yeah, um, let, let, just just real quick, there are some more games tomorrow as well. UTEP, Jacksonville State, UMass, New Mexico State, none of those really get me excited. Ohio, San Diego State, Hawaii, and Vanderbilt tomorrow night, and then FIU, Louisiana Tech. You but, got some Conference USA action in yeah, there. Well, do. Conference USA football. I, for I for now, action, but for I, now we should say. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Bob, big one tomorrow, Navy, Notre Dame. That's what I'll be watching. Well, that's interesting, and, of course, you always uh, – Always enjoy watching the military academies play. I think that's absolutely, uh, absolutely for sure. I'm gonna look ahead three weeks, guys. And you know, I've kind of beat this dead horse all week, but I'm gonna assume that three weeks from now it's still gonna be pretty warm. And I don't know from my perspective how disappointing is that for Southern Miss fans and Tulane fans that what would be a night game has been moved up into the hottest part of the day. Three o'clock in the afternoon, hottest part of the day. Kelly, got to hurt attendance. Got to. You, you would think, particularly with the older crowd, you know, unless they're in the uh, executive lounges or, or the east side, you know, suites uh, that are air conditioned, that it would. It, it just would. But your hardcore Southern Miss fans are going to go no matter what. But there's what. hope because Tuesday, the high is 89 degrees this coming Tuesday. Well, that's and I, there, there's some ways there's going to be a little mind games on you. What? How tolerable is 91 when you've been in 102 for a month? Oh, you're going to walk around in your swimsuit <laughs> and a wife beat. But, I mean, kind of next week, Monday is going to be 90, 96, and then it's 89, 91, 91, 93. Heats up a little bit after that. But we do have some rain coming in, too. Yep. Right. So that And we need it. Man, I know that a lot of people, well, we got outdoor. Look, we need the rain. So. It feels like everybody's yard is a Wyoming Cowboys fan right now. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, it's, pretty <laughs> <tough. clears throat> it's pretty tough. Well, we'll yeah. see. Who knows? Maybe three weeks from now it'll be considerably cooler, and it'll be um, it'll be a huge attendance. Certainly, we hope so. Right? I I thought I thought it was intriguing. Going back to to what Buddy Duke said, I had heard I had heard this, but I had not I think heard it out of his mouth. And this guy's known Will Hall for as long as Will He's Hall. Been alive. Yeah. Will Hall, early on, but he said in the coaching career, so the miss was a dream job. I thought I thought that was real interesting. I remember, and I've said this before on the Eagle Hour, but I remember this has probably been, gosh, ten years ago. I was at uh, like one of the Walmart stores or whatever, and and a Southern Miss fan came up and said, you know, l- remember this name, and I remember distinctly. He said Will Hall. He's a, he well he was at West Georgia at the time, mm-hmm. so that. Couldn't give you the time frame, but he said this guy is a is an up and comer head coach. This guy is going to be really something special, and Southern Miss needs to get him. As if I have any authority to hire or fire, but and it sure enough. And what happened. did Coach Taylor say? The recruiting aspect. I mean, you you look at 
why Ethan Crawford is at Southern Miss. You look at why Billy Wiles is at Southern Miss. You look at why Holman Edwards is at Southern Miss. Your top three quarterbacks, two out of the transfer portal, one from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The reason they're there is because of Will Hall and the relational connections that he has throughout the state of Mississippi. And it's a good blend of not only good talent, but a lot of Mississippi talent which was the other thing that Coach Taylor was talking about, that mm-hmm. you want to sell tickets, the best way to do it is to is to incorporate you know, local kids. And we've talked about this before, that as the other schools, those SEC schools in the state, have to broaden their horizons recruiting-wise in order to be able to compete in that league, there's going to be a lot of Mississippi kids that are going to get left behind, and Southern Miss can be right there to sweep them up. So I think it's, I think it's a good situation right now, as, as good as it you know, can possibly be. And the junior colleges, you know, they, they've pushed their schedules back, as we talked yesterday with Chris Robinson. They've pushed their schedule back a week, you know, in, in hopes of maybe things cooling down. They were going to do that anyway. But I'm just saying, I, I think, I, I hope that we see this trend of football being moved more into September. The NFL used to start in August. They've even, you know, pushed but, it back to but, September. Bob, there's football tonight. There's football tomorrow, and it counts. It's not exhibition. Oh, you're right. In fact, you're, you're on the call tonight, aren't you, my man? You're on the call tonight. Yeah, we're calling this game tonight between – I'll be watching Buddy Duke tear through his towels, Corey Reynolds in his first year um, at, at West Jones. So, yeah, it is. And what's so unique about this game tonight is uh, we've got this call tonight, then we've got the jug game next week. And with West Jones moving up to 6A, and Buddy mentioned this, South Jones and West Jones – and Laurel used to be in the same district. Now they're all split up. So all these region games, uh, they're not region games anymore. They're non-region games. So for us at WLAU, I mean, the fact that we get to kick off the season tonight with, with West Jones and Laurel playing in their 42nd appearance, and then next year it's like the 102 uh, – next week the 102 running of the jug game. I mean, it's pretty cool. You just get – Kelly, you get the call. Great game starting out of the gate. And, and, Bob, for the record, Luke asked me if I was going to be chewing on a towel, and Coach Taylor said, well, there's no calories in towels. <laughs> and I thought, wow. He just makes things up. We're going to bring, we're going to bring him on about once a week, Kelly, to have a little exchange with you and Coach. <laughs> Money uh, for nothing and chicks for free. All right. Super Talk That's Eagle Hour, right? mercifully, is coming to an end here soon. Uh, Southern Equipment and Parts, that's where the guys are at. We want to get Ramey Johnson on the show. This is a great business in Laurel on Highway 84. We want to tell you about it next. Stay with us. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Eagle Hour on the road today to close out the week. Southern Equipment and Parts on Highway 84 West. Outside Laurel and downtown Calhoun. This is where I went to elementary school, by the way. It would be the, uh, let's see, if I remember my youth football mascots, you guys, you and Bob are always picking on me about college mascots. It was the, was it the Calhoun Colts or Jets? Jets. So-so's the Colts. Okay. Yeah, All right. Well, well done. Well Calhoun done. Anyway, Jets. we're out at Southern Equipment and Parts. Sports this weekend for Southern Miss. Women's volleyball opens uh, tonight out in Houston. They take on number 23, Rice. 
uh, at 6 p.m. tomorrow. They take on number 19, Houston. And then Southern Cal um, on Sunday, Jenny Hazelwood's daughter plays for the Trojans now, the Lady Trojans. So uh, starting off with three top 25 teams, which coach uh, we wish Coach Hazelwood and her team all the best out there. Soccer at home tomorrow at 5.30 against Mississippi Valley State. It's we are time they get a home game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Been through the SEC West. We're out here at Southern Equipment and Parts. Happy to be joined by Ramey Johnson, the owner of Southern Equipment and Parts. Hey, thanks for inviting us today. Yep, I'm glad y'all are here. You had some legends in the shop earlier, Coach Duke yeah. and Coach Taylor. Yep, yep. Uh, good to have those guys, too. So uh, lots going on here at Southern Equipment and Parts, and uh, what what's new? I mean, we we've been out here before. You got a great operation, great parts out here, lots of equipment. What what's been new? Well, uh, here lately, you know, we we've been tremendously busy in the service department, and you know, some people think, well, we just sell parts, or we just rent, you know, tracos, or sell bush hogs. We do more than that. We're parts, service, sales, and rental. Uh, and like I said, we're tremendously busy right now in service. And, you know, uh, hey, you, you got the old tractor trying to get it ready to go for, you know, planting deer plots or uh, getting to the end of hay season or whatever. You know, we will take care of that for you. Uh, also, too, I'd, I'd like to say that sometimes, you know, customers don't always have that luxury to be able to bring their tractor in on a trailer. Uh, and if that's the case, you know, I'd like to say that, you know, we could haul it in for them. Wow. Uh, so we always have uh, uh, be able to have that opportunity as well. And something else, too, that here in the near future we'll be looking at uh, adding field service. So if you get a, if your tractor's, you know, broke out in the field or whatever, uh, again, we, we can run out, run out there and, and – uh, uh, see what's going on with it and possibly make the repair there. What do people right now, I mean, they need to be checking. Th- what 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 do they need to be on their mind the most as we kind of switch to fall and, and really what you see around here that, that you really serve on tractors the most? Well, here lately it seems like is a lack of maintenance. <laughs> uh, you know, it's always good to keep fresh set of filters, fresh oil, engine oil, hydraulic oil, uh, fuel filters. Your air filters, as dry as has it been here lately, um, people don't, you know, take the time at the end of the day to pull that air filter out, clean it out, or change it, replace it. That air filter is the life of that engine, too, you know. You, you let that engine suck in enough dirt, you'll be buying an engine. Absolutely. So. Now, you talked about the track hose. What other rental equipment uh, are is featured most here? Well, uh, right now, it's just the track hose. Okay. You know, we, we've got a few of them that we're renting. Uh, we do also sell the track hose. So, uh, you know, we've got a nice 9,400-pound uh, track hose um, with the hydraulic thumb. Uh, nice setup. We've got it listed out of here for 54000 54, And, you know, somebody that's really interested in it and stuff, we do offer financing. So uh, it just... Just a little time to fill out the paperwork and get it get you approved. But the rental side is so appealing because somebody's out there. They don't. Somebody knows that they have a project and they just feel overwhelmed, not knowing where to get it. And it just seems as right up the road to somebody that will rent out that for you and and allow you to be able to to, to take care of your project at your house. 
Yep, exactly, and and that's what we run into a lot, and I always call them the weekend warriors. But they, you know, it, I guess depending on the size of the project, it, they could rent this track a heck of a lot cheaper right. than having to hire somebody to come out. You know, that's got the whole you know kit and caboodle. But uh, you know, for a job, it may take one or two hours. They get it done a lot quicker and cheaper. Southern Equipment and Parts out here on Highway 84 West. Uh, a lot of people listen to Eagle Hour every day, obviously, and your your business is a great business. You got parts, you got the oil. It, it's all here. And and uh, what else would you like people just to know about the the great service that Southern Equipment and Parts offers? Well, besides you know all of that that we just spoke about, uh, a lot of people probably still don't know we make hydraulic hoses. Um, you know, yeah cutting hay, belling hay, whatever, you blow a hydraulic hose. Uh, we we have hydraulic hoses, make them on the spot, and we try to keep, you know, a, a vast variety of different fittings, you know, because uh, not all of them are the same. Absolutely. So, but uh, we, we're trying to make it a one-stop shop in regards to our business. So It's a dumb question. You're in Calhoun, but go Mustangs tonight, right? That's right. Absolutely. So... Kelly, I'm, uh, I'm getting out of this you're, argument. You're getting I, out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, Win Pigler's a Mustang. He's there. I have to call it, so I'll just kind of be that. Take that curb hurt. Well, Kirk, then I, no, then I'll but. I'll take the tornadoes. Okay, okay. There you go. Anyway, hey, Ramey, thanks for letting us be here today, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. That's going to wrap it up. We're at Southern Equipment and Parts. Come see them on Highway 84 West. Great business, Mr. Johnson here. Rental equipment, service, all of that at Southern Equipment and Parts on Highway 84. All right, Sander, that wraps up another week. Have a great weekend, man. You too. As always, we'll catch you Monday. Southern Miss to the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.